Hey everyone, it's Mallow, your host of Identico After Dark and the creative director here for Identico. Before we get started, I just wanted to let you know that this episode is brought to you in part by Gamers Heaven and their newest location just north of Seattle, Washington. There, in a family-friendly and welcoming environment, you can play tabletop or video games, read manga, or just relax with friends and sample some amazing drinks from their boba tea bar. If you want to learn more, log on to GamersHeavenSeattle.com to see hours and location. Now let's get on with the show. Hello, Fringers. The following podcast may not be suitable for all ages. Listener discretion is advised. And welcome to Chaos Inc. And boy, do I wish y'all could hear what was happening in the pre-show without getting a terms of service violation or nine. Okay. Also, about five seconds ago, Caleb was dying, like falling <laughs> off of his stool. Okay. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for putting up with our uh, with our extended break. It's been a crazy couple of weeks. We really hope that you all had. A good time celebrating whatever winter holiday you celebrate. Happy New Year. We hope everybody's staying safe in this weird world we're living in right now. Joining us tonight is Steph playing Apex. Hi, I have no words after what's gone on in this chat. (laughs) (laughs) Next, we have Caleb playing Zed Lane. I had something locked and loaded and then <laughs> and the last gone. few minutes happened so hello from my basement hello from my basement we're centering people uh next we have kaylee playing chone who was doing something interesting with a hairbrush a minute ago vogue <laughs> finally the man oh the myth the legend we have michael playing maxi Sometimes a penis is just a penis. I'm not sure where that came from, but there we are. Really? <laughs> You're not sure? I zoned out for a minute, was writing notes, and then all of a sudden... Okay, okay. We, we will get you a paint by numbers, and you'll there, be able to figure it out. I think they were planning on starting an identico only fans, but I can't... Remember, we, remember what the title was? No, go ahead. Tell them. Identic ho. So I hope everybody's happy about that. Uh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> we Michael's going to take 2d8 pun damage. Yeah. Steph's our business everyone. manager, actually. So. Oh, God. I'm, I'm, I'm about to fail my second death save, if that helps. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, wrong okay. system. Okay. Let's recap. It's been a little while. So let's talk about how we got to where we are. Okay. Our intrepid group, Zed, Chone, and Maxi, were sent by Omni up to Silicon City to establish a new base of operations and see what the combination... Con- blah, blah, words. Again. What the <laughs> what the competition would be like time with for, their, uh, for their cybernetics conglomerate as they moved into North America. Shortly after arriving, they learned that... They stepped into a much larger world, and for whatever reason, they were getting sucked into a conspiracy that was bigger than they had originally realized. 
hooking up with their uh, new contact Apex, who was showing them around Silicon City. They moved about, causing all kinds of chaos, until they were finally approached by the United Nations Information Observations Group. After a, you know, very controversial decision to, you know, merc somebody, and some promises from the IOG, they decided to sign up with the team, and they were led to the individual who'd been running the operations against them, a guy named Red Cap. And then they promptly kidnapped him. After fleeing Silicon City and heading to a safe house that Maxie knew about up in the north, uh, northern part of California, uh, they managed to escape an ambush, flee south, and finally turn Red Cap over to their IOG contact. In and amongst all of this, they learned the identity of the secret society that had nuked America back in the 2030s and who was running it today. And when they learned this, they learned that the IOG was deeply, deeply compromised. It was called Q, right? That was the... No, we're not going there. No, we, we should probably <laughs> not go there. <laughs> anyway, after some more misadventures, the team has managed to hand Red Cup off to their IOG contact, apparently cleanly in that they, you know, left him in a shower. It's as clean and as we could get. That's <laughs> true. And then they headed back down towards Silicon City to plot their next move. We last left our team as they were approaching the checkpoint to Silicon City, where Maxi had put on a very glam rock-esque style disguise to include using a shirt sleeve as a bandana while he's wearing truck stop short shorts. This is true. And a sleeveless tee. Apex mm -hmm. has glammed out her hair. And that's where we're going to pick up today as Chone um, is approaching the guarded checkpoint. Don't leave out the van though. Oh yeah, the well, wizard I, van. Sorry, yeah. I was gonna let I was gonna let okay. Kaylee for our new viewers Perfect. describe the van of <laughs> epicness as they were calling it last episode. I mean, this van really cannot be described. It has to be experienced, but it's it's an older van and there is the most amazing mural. Think of the grandest wizard you could think of casting his spells against a dark, you know, lightning strewn sky. But inside, inside is where the magic truly happens. The deep pile carpet that lines our four walls and the, what probably at one point was a waterbed in the back. But nevertheless, Chon brings the uh, vehicle to a stop at the checkpoint. As you bring the vehicle to a stop at the checkpoint, you are approached by a armed Whisperstone agent who's been contracted to run the checkpoint. And he goes, Chip, as he holds up the scan wand. Chon presents their chip. Are they uh, asking Chone, for all of our chips? Uh, right now, just the driver. Oh. Okay, cool. Uh, Joan, you have a clean chip, right? Yep. As far as I know. Okay. Uh, he stares down at his glow for a very tense 10 seconds, and he goes, would you mind pulling over to the side over there? And he points toward one of the inspection lanes. Sure. Is there a bathroom nearby? Uh, yeah, there should be some uh, porta johns right outside. Excellent. We have somebody with a very small bladder on board. You said over there to the yep. to the line. Okay, thank yep. you. I'll pull over there. 
somebody fake up small bladder, please? In case we need to run. Got it. I'll pull over the. I'll do as instructed. Were, were we wanted? <laughs> I can't remember. Probably by a lot of people. But you okay. had you had <laughs> checked actually just before you did the handoff of Redcap. You and Chone had done a bunch of digging, and you don't have any wants or warrants that you found at this time. Okay. That's why we're feeling brave enough to do this. Okay. Slash stupid enough. Um, to do this. as as we are pulling over, I'm switching my chip over to uh, one of my ghost chips. Um, so if they were to scan it, mine says my name is Jane Jones. Okay. Can I get one of those? Uh, sure. Got to pay for it, unfortunately. <laughs> well, I, got, I got a lot. We got a lot of. Uh, well. We had a lot of... I'm sure we can... Yeah, yeah I, I know a guy. Oh, okay. We'll talk about yeah. that later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you pull in the inspection line. Is someone actually going to go to the bathroom? Maxie. Um, so as the as the van pulls over, uh, Maxie is getting very close. He's right next to the side door. And he's starting, he, he kind of looks at everybody and then looks at the door and then starts doing what he approximates to be like a pee-pee dance. <laughs> okay. Uh, the port john is open. There's no one inside. Uh, yeah. The door flies open and Maxi will like run across the, the little parking area to the port john Okay. Uh, you wait a couple minutes, and while Max is in the portachon, you are approached by a different Whisperstone agent who walks up and asks to see everyone else's chip. Sure. Sure. Uh, no problem. Steph, give me a software roll for the quality of this ghost chip. Okay. And is Zed that plus? All your stuff. Oh, I um, don't remember Zed. what it was. It's your tech head and your software check. Okay. Okay. That are you giving them your standard? Oh yeah, I've I've got a regular clean corporate ship. Okay. That was a, a nat twenty. Uh, was total of uh, a lot. Kicking <laughs> off the new Let's year, see. right? Uh, Thirty-five. Nice. Okay. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, Did you include your tech head on that, by the way? Yeah. I, okay. I rolled pretty poorly on the tech head. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, Maxi, you go yes. to the bathroom. Mm -hmm. Are you doing anything else while you're hiding in the porta shitter? Uh, Maxi is kind of making a scene. <laughs> How so? Uh, there's a lot of like. Oh. Is you it a hear, scene or is it an like, arms race? Um, oh, nice. Well done. Nice, nice. Um, yeah, I have. Wow. I, I have to listen to that tomorrow. Don't even have a over. response. You, you caught me off guard, Caleb. <laughs> Normally, I can come back with a good song-based, uh, you know, response, but I'm I'm just done right now. That's um, my one for the year. I can never do right, that again. All right. Well, <laughs> you, you uh you blew it early, so to speak. Um, literally grabbing it. Yeah. Uh. So yeah. Uh. Maxie's in there making. A lot, a lot of ruckus. Um, trying to give, basically, act kind of as a distraction for the rest of the team, somewhat. 
Um, but yeah, it's it sounds like there is a very wet murder going on in the porta potty. Oh. So the whisper going agent asks Kaylee, uh, "Do you have anybody else that was in the van? Did they?" Other guy said somebody had to go to the bathroom. I just point towards the ruckus. As the as the porter sure, like shakes. Oh, it's bounces. definitely there's definitely some rattling going on in there. I like there's a, a fist pound. There's like a pounding, a fist pounding on the side of the of the oh, porter God. of the porter body. I look at the whisper stone agent. Give me and a I go, charisma check, Maxi. Okay. I look at the whisper stone agent. You know I, go, I can do every forty five minutes. You don't want to know what he ate. You really don't. Charisma. There it is. And he goes. I kind of do, so that I don't. It was um, uh, there was a guy with a wheelie cart. Um, he said the meat was fresh and it was wrapped in a nice tortilla. It looked pretty good, but there was a purple sauce. I don't know what the purple sauce yeah, was. I could not identify it. it, it I mean, has an odor to it that was kind of questionable. I mean, I know we have brown gravy and white, like gray yeah. gravy, but not a purple gravy. Not purple. Just, We're gonna go with. Um, could I possibly do like it, make this an intimidation roll? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Cause if you, yeah, because I mean, no. I'm putting myself in the mindset of if I hear somebody having a real bad time in a portable toilet, I'm hesitant to approach that portable toilet. Yeah, that's fair. Um, okay, with if I use intimidation, that's going to turn that into an 18. Okay. <laughs> Wow. Okay, and that guy just rolled a natural one. Yes. <laughs> he goes. He looks back down at his glow. Looks at your your stuff. He goes. Uh, I'd have that guy wash his hands, but uh, I don't see anything not clean here. So, you know, I think we could probably. Uh, and he, as the porta potty continues to shake, he's like. I think you're probably okay. So, uh, yeah. We are. When you, uh, when he comes out, go ahead and. <laughs> At least we are. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, uh, after, uh, like, the, the porta potty stops moving, and then there's, like, a couple minutes of, like, silence. And then the door kind of, like, swings open hard. And Maxi comes out, like, he he's looks, like, drained. No. <laughs> like, just exhausted. And he's kind of holding his hands in front of him, like this. Give him and the wet walk, wipes. And, like, walk and wipe. walking real slow back to the van. So there's a hand washing station in front of the bank of porta potties. You like push down with your foot on this little pump yeah. and it puts water. And he Does will Max, he'll go, wash his hands? Oh yeah, he'll he'll go over uh to the hand washing station and he's gonna make a show of it, but then like uh you see him like lean on the sink and then he uh he rushes back into the porta potty. <laughs> Oh goody, a twofer. Did the guard leave it already at this point or is he this already it? left? Okay, okay. Well, this is just, this just theater. Okay. Good. Yeah, so now it's just theater. Okay. Um, so yeah, after another couple minutes, like Maxi will open the door and as as he comes out and sees that the guard is gone, he kind of he straightens himself back up, washes his hands, and then comes back to the van. Once you get in the van, Chone kind of turns and looks at you and goes, did you actually yell, take cover, Arizona? 
I was going to blame the seagull meat, but they weren't here oh, when I came oh, out. Oh, that was impressive. Uh, okay. Also, Let's, don't eat seagull meat. Uh, no, I mean, it's common sense. Noted. It, it makes you. you run. Oh. oh. Okay, was last just... episode, the last thing that Maxi ate was prime rib. <laughs> it might have been yes, a little rare. It was truck stop prime rib, though, wasn't it? <laughs> it was, it was truck, truck stop prime rib. I would like to point out that seagulls have ribs. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't Maybe it wasn't so much prime rib as it was pressed <laughs> seagull. There you go. I put um, the car. I put the car back in gear, and we begin to leave. So, as you pass past the last gate, you note on the walls of the city there's a few robs patrolling the exterior area. Things guarding the gate. They've got like five or six APCs there. So, you you in the back of your mind are happy you did not have to try and shoot your way past the giant robots. Yeah. Does this feel more security than usual? or normal amount of security. I'm going to tell you. Hey, love to give me. Do you have any espionage skills or military? We we have established over so many games that I never <laughs> have the right skills. I no. have the I have I espionage. Maxi has military. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And none of us Ma have medicine. No. Uh, Maxi does not have military. Oh, uh, Maxi has uh, Maxi has interrogation, intimidation, insight, and in tactics. I've got guerrilla warfare and urban warfare. Ah. Maxi, you can give me an urban warfare roll. Okay. Zed can give me an intelligence check. <laughs> that is a natural roll twenty. So twenty four wow. total. Wow, this is the We're year. Starting out strong. Yeah. Well. I you know when it's not I important. <laughs> I don't know anything because yeah. I rolled a two. <laughs> Oof. Never mind. Hey, All right. two. Uh, well, it's um. actually the same. It's urban warfare, but it also like there's a subscale for urban dance trends. So, uh, you know, um, <laughs> yeah. we can we'll use warfare though. We'll use warfare. I'm sure. Yeah, we'll yeah. yeah. More. This isn't a dance. This isn't a dance fight. Uh, it should be though. It does look a little high to you, Maxi. Mm -hmm. Um, but it occurs to you that one of the last pieces of news that you'd gotten was about four days ago, somebody took down the Benevolent Tower in Angel City. That's what I was going for. Yep. And so <laughs> having having additional checkpoint security at the next city north of Angel City doesn't strike you as odd. It seems like a standard flex if that kind of yeah, for, for and the I'm type of an air quotes terrorist activity yeah has for that type happening. of activity it wouldn't be surprising to have the ravs running a little higher yep yeah yes right. um and maxi will make that known to the group uh, this the height of the ravs their elevation appears to be you know in tune with the recent attack on the tower um, as you pull into Silicon City, Apex, you get a text from Alondra. Oh. What does it say? She's, she asks if you made it back into the city. Oh. Yep. No trouble. Uh, she <laughs> texts back, good to hear. Uh, what's your next move? Question mark. I will 
look to the others and say, uh, do we know our next move? Chone has put the uh, vehicle back on autopilot now that we're in the city and they're doing something on that glow. It looks like a music program. They kind of like, what? What do we know where we're, where we're going, what we're doing? I would like to go home and take a shower. I was heading back towards our, our apartment. Is, it- Is our apartment safe? I mean, <laughs> the people who were after us are, I mean, they would have stopped. They would have obviously been at the gate waiting for us. We can always get a couple hotel rooms if we're really worried, but it might make more sense to set up a separate base of operations and do some recon on our original apartment to ensure it is safe. Yeah, that that sounds I I know a couple people at some hotels that owe me some favors. I can get us a couple suites. That would probably be our best course of action. Sweet. Sweet. Indeed. (laughs) Indeed. It would be sweet. (laughs) Um, perfect. I will text back. Um, we are laying low, regrouping. Um, any anything you were wanting to recommend? Let me know where you land. I'll come to you. Ooh. I'll send a thumbs up emoji. <laughs> so good. The person who owes you a favor. Uh, it's actually an old flame of yours. And uh, they are one of the concierges at the Fairmont Hotel in San Francisco on Mason Street. I will let you fill in the, the gaps on that person. All right. So um, I will um, clean myself up Uh that there's a there's a glam I have in my in my memory banks for this individual um (laughs) they are an old friend of mine um I will uh their name is Finnegan what what does that glam that's specific for Finnegan look like (sighs) what's Finnegan's taste uh (laughs) Finn likes me in uh a little bit of a mess so um unshaven longer than normal hair uh maybe some roots showing uh finn likes to take care of zed so zed needs to look a little bit of a mess i'm going to discreetly like snap a little picture of this look (laughs) kind of like just itch my nose a four day bender <laughs> is that is that basically what we're looking at here yeah yeah okay shed yeah uh, deep shadows under the <laughs> eyes um i'm tired okay y'all uh, y'all watch uh zed activate his glam and he is not his normal debonair self Jonah's oblivious. They're, you're they're, pretty sure he he unbuttons one button and then intentionally buttons that button into the wrong buttonhole. <gasps> oh, absolutely. Yeah. I will turn my vest inside out and put it back on so the seams are showing. Yeah. Is is like one one piece of the one like one like little thing of the one flap of the shirt tucked in and the other one hanging out? 
And oh, when it's tucked in, it's caught in your wow. fly. This is absolutely. this is totally Zed's greasy Colin Farrell look. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Actually, ironically enough, uh, when Zed tells you to enter the Fairmont, uh, San Francisco, Apex, your apartment is only about five blocks from there. Oh. I don't know if my apartment's safe, though. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go to the hotel because the number of people who seem yeah. interested in me right now is not good. <laughs> well, you'd been on the 101 as you came down through the checkpoint uh, near Novato. Uh, you continue through San Rafael, Mill Valley, across the Golden Gate Bridge. It takes you about 40 minutes, but you pull up out front of the hotel and in the epic wizard van and the valet as they approach the van looks visibly concerned <laughs> is probably the word I want to use here and they're like may I may I help you this is an opportunity of a lifetime you get to park the van <laughs> and I hand him the keys the valet says, I will cherish it forever. Mm. You tell, you'll tell your kids about it. Treat her well. Welcome to the Fairmont. <laughs> Thank you. Please enjoy your stay. I'll tip him. I'll tip him well. <laughs> <laughs> I will go over to the concierge desk. Um, what time of day is it? Uh, uh, right now, it's uh, by the time you get there, it's late morning, all, approaching noon. How busy is the lobby? Not super busy. I mean, all of the, the checkouts have already occurred um, and you're not really at check in time yet. You're kind of in that in between space between checkout and check in, which typically doesn't happen until three. Um, you do see a woman standing at the concierge desk. You do not see Finnegan. So I will not <clears throat> not really put on a show, but uh, affect a little bit of a stumble. Um, come up to the desk. Uh, hello, is uh, <clears throat> I just spoke to to Finnegan a little bit ago. Are they around? Uh, doing courtesy checks. Can I ask who's here? Ah, yes. Um, Lane. Zed Lane. They know me. I Can okay. I just wait over here? Yeah. Thank you. Uh, you see them get onto... The one gets onto a phone. Kind of looks at you, not suspiciously, but like... Like, confused. Yeah. Um... You wait for a few minutes, and after a few minutes, you see Finnegan come out of the elevator, where Finnegan walks up to you and gives you a very big hug. And I return the hug, and since there's not too many people around, I will uh, lean up against them, like, with my arm around their shoulder. A little bit of affection, but not too much. Finnegan goes, well, you look better than the time you got stabbed in that brothel uh yes yes i have not bled recently so we're doing good 
You don't look good, but you look better. Um, considering what's happened over the past week or two, we're doing aces. Uh, but for right, do I want to know? Nope. Plausible deniability, my dear. But Finnegan um, used to be a flight attendant. That's how you met them. Yes. On suborbitals. And you just have it to know that they now work at the Fairmont. Right. As a concierge. Um, so uh, I've got a few friends, some some co-workers, and we just need someplace <laughs> safe and quiet until we check out our usual accommodations to make sure there's no problems. I um, keep... I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I wasn't going to say much more. The less, the less I know, the better. If Finnegan looks over at this, um, at this uh, like kind of a ragtag. Finnegan does. um, (laughs) Just as a note, Maxi has taken off of his shirt and he's just wearing like the his jacket with the sleeves torn off, (laughs) and he's wearing those uh, the the truck stop like kind of hot pants, and he just and and the headband and he like waves back. Zed, is the room ready? I at that point, Phil looks at you and goes, "Is that your current thing?" Ah, uh, it's complicated. It's not exactly what it looks like. <laughs> it's I'll take short it for it, sweetie. Okay, <laughs> it's complicated. Uh, yeah, give me like two minutes. Sweeties. Uh, uh, Maxi. Uh, not Maxie. Uh, Finnegan comes back a few minutes later uh, and says, and hands you a key card and says, sixth floor, 610. Thank you, darling. Stay out of trouble. I always try. <laughs> try harder. I will. I will. And. I'll, I'll nod at everybody and head to the elevators. Uh, as as their as the group is walking like toward the elevators, Maxi will definitely like get eye with Finnegan and just kind of go. What's up? <laughs> nice. <laughs> I don't know what that so, was, yep. but <laughs> oh. <laughs> a my time. Bedtime alarm. So yeah, we'll um, we'll head up to what'd you say, six ten? Yep. Head up to six ten. Uh, you come up. It's one of the smaller suites, so it's got uh, a smaller living room, uh, two small bedrooms with a king bed each, a little mini bar. <clears throat> Not the top tier, but I mean, this is the Fairmont, so even their like small rooms are very nice. Um, so we'll go into the room. Um, I know that Finnegan likes, um, likes a a specific type of wine and, uh, there's an old restaurant we used to go to all the time. So I'll, I'll key in a couple orders for delivery for them as, as a bit of a payback. Okay. But then we'll just get settled in the, uh, in the suite. Okay. I will text Alondra the address. Uh, she comes back and she goes, oh, you're at the Fairmont. 
Yep. Okay. Uh, when would be a good time to stop by? She texts you back. Uh, um, uh, now-ish? <laughs> and I will um, uh, include room 610. She sends back a uh, thumbs up emoji. <laughs> Classic. See you in an hour. Okay. I will let the others know as well that she's stopping by. So I'm going to go right for the shower and I'm going to order a, uh, a new outfit to be delivered. Okay. What's the outfit? <laughs> which way is Zed going today? And, and this, ladies and gentlemen, is the most important part of this session. Yeah. Just need to know Fashion what that's wearing. And I gotta go. <laughs> All right. So we're, we're getting back into the city. We don't really know what's going on. Um, I'm not going to go as, as nice as usual. So, um, like a nice pair of boots, like high-end Doc Martens. Um, old, they look old school. They're they're intentionally aged and stressed. Um, okay. Like really, uh, really dark jeans, but again, intentionally stressed and aged to make them look vintage, even though they're not. <laughs> um, like a. Like a like a, a black button up collared shirt, um, sure. still a vest, like like still a nice kind of no a sweater vest. I'm gonna do sweater vest. Oh, sweater vest. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah, sweater sweater <laughs> vest. Um, again, kind of vintagey striped. It's got those. Um, it's like got for some reason like patches with like eyelets for no reason it's like this weird <laughs> style um again a couple holes a couple wear marks okay and uh, uh yeah the outfit will be delivered via drone courier uh within the next 40 minutes yeah maxi are you changing or are you just gonna keep rocking the the shirtless jacket with the hot <laughs> pants i i offer my glow it, it's keyed up to your size, buddy. Just t whatever you want. Please. Please. Wonderful. These shorts are riding up something difficult. <laughs> so I'm going to order some powder first. Uh, I know. I'm, I'm okay. There is no chafing. I, I, I'm okay. You got to be careful. Uh, no, I understand. Um, these, this is not my typical gear, but it is not the first time I have worn something of, uh, and he looks down this nature. Okay. <laughs> Max Maxi will order uh Maxi will go back to kind of his standard, you know, kind of a monochromatic suit, uh dark shirt, colored tie, um suit jacket, uh comfortable utilitarian shoes. Yeah. Okay. And he okay. will uh he'll wait his turn for the shower. Um <laughs> uh, yeah, how do y'all want to uh, does anyone else want to make any wardrobe changes or is everybody just getting cleaned up? Chone actually came into the room and like just dropped onto the couch and they're like seriously involved in something on their glow that like the they haven't even noticed Zed's outfit change. So 
Jonah's completely oblivious. While we're notice that epic sweater vest. While we're waiting for Zed to get out of the shower, you know, I guess Maxie will look over to Chone and Apex. Do either of you have connectivity to the apartment at this time? Uh, I assume one of you has a back door. I'm assuming we do. Uh, you, yeah, you would set up, you know, stuff to to go into your apartment and look at the video cameras and stuff like that. Long time ago. Sure. Yeah. What you need. Well, uh, we had talked about doing some recon on the apartment before we would return. So, oh, yeah. would one of you uh, attempt that re- that reconnaissance while we wait? Sure. Joan appears to be distracted, so uh, yeah, if, if you don't mind. What? Yeah, I mean they've totally missed the vest and everything. What? What vest? You need to look at the vest. Trust me. <laughs> Go find uh, Zen. Um, <laughs> Zed, Zed has picked out quite a stunning outfit for when he gets out of the shower. Okay, it's, it's great. Um, yeah, yeah. Let me let me tap into some things. Do some looking around. I, I have asked Apex to take a look at the apartment surveillance to check and see if it is safe for us to return. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, like he's a, got it. Perhaps dive into the back systems. Is everything all right with you, Chone? Yeah. Um. You have a very unique tone. Can you just, can you quickly say for me, oh yeah? Oh yeah? Thank you. (laughs) Trump puts their earbuds back in and resumes working. I'm just gonna shrug and (laughs) start tapping into the apartment systems. Maxie's uh, going right for the, <laughs> the mini bar in the hotel and he's looking for something to eat and drink. Uh, do I need to make a roll? Uh, no. You're just tapping in. Oh. What are you looking for specifically? I, again, it's like logging into your own computer. You know, oh, you okay. all had set up the stuff for the security um, system in the apartment, so. Yeah, so I'll check if like any any cameras have picked up anything, any sign that like locks have been broken. Um, I want to check and see if anyone's attempted to hack it. Um, so, hack into the system. First, um, you go through the event log on all the stuff. You're not seeing any door forced or failed entry um, logs in the event log in the security system. Um, you do see a couple of times like a drone comes by that balcony and kind of looks in the window and then takes off again. It might be Zed's underwear subscription though. (laughs) (laughs) It is the drone like labeled at all or give me uh, perception. mm, Let's see what that is. Wow. 27. It is. It is a drone belonging to the Identico Corporation. (laughs) Uh, Okay. I kind of feel like the apartment's not safe. You guys. Um... 
Sean, you're you're into something. Never mind. I'll, I'll walk over to Maxie. I feel like the apartment's not safe. Um, there's some identico drones that did some flybys. Potentially scouting out the place. Do you have any way to see if there's anything in the current airspace of the apartment? As if there's ongoing monitoring. Um, sure. Let me check. Is there anything currently? No, nothing currently. Uh, nothing at the moment. It just kind of makes me nervous that they've stopped by more than once. From the footage, does it look as though they have a they have come by at any kind of repeatable pattern or time frame? As if they're checking in at various set times? Yeah, is there a pattern for when they do their flybys? Zed, are you out of the shower? Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay. So as soon as you I've come out, like as soon as you come out, Maxie like shoves the rest of this meal bar in his mouth and jams this soda down his throat and then runs runs into the bathroom to shower. <laughs> okay. Uh was there a, a, a pattern to when they stopped by? You've only been gone for four days, and so it looks like they came by on the second day, and it looks like they came by yesterday. Okay. So every other day but that's not really saying much because you've only been gone for four days yeah it's not enough to really establish seems like longer it seems like longer seems like it's been months that we've been gone actually (laughs) interestingly like Like if we had a spider plant it would be running around the edge of the the, the, (laughs) the apartment all of you are feeling very drained you did because if you recall you'd managed to get a good night's sleep at uh, at at Steve's house Steve right, mm-hmm. Steve Burton, and then you kind of had gradually <laughs> moved your way south. That took about a day, but you haven't really slept in about twenty-seven hours. No, so you're all pretty worn out again. I so. mean, it's it's safe to say they know where the apartment is. Whether or not they're consistently checking back is another thing. And I guess the assumption is that they're intentionally checking on us. That makes the most sense. Right. I'm, I'm going to assume in general, multiple Zed, corp. Give me an intelligence check. Oh, God. <laughs> 17, unless. Eh, I don't think I could argue that anything I have would help with that. So let's say 17. It occurs to you that if Redcap was Allison Quintero, the CEO of Identico's proxy, he had you guys made and your apartment made long before you came to Silicon City. So the fact that Identico still knows where you are or where you were staying is not, it's not raising alarm bells in your, you know, Zed brain. It's nothing worse than is what is already going on is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. So they've been keeping an eye on us, but they knew we were here before we showed up. We don't need to jump to the conclusion that something bad is happening, but we do have to be careful. Right. Um, Like, maybe we shouldn't intentionally put ourselves someplace where they can spy on us if we have other options. 
I mean, they probably know where we are. We used our chips to get in. Well, Jane checked in for me, so. <laughs> Fair. But, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, Alondra's on her way, maybe. Not that she's been very helpful lately. It's just been a whole lot of, uh, I don't know. Well, let's let's relax a little bit. Let's get some food and uh, see if we can't get some rest as well. Your yeah. room service order shows up, Zed. Because uh, you'd order some stuff to possibly share with Finnegan later. Uh, but your room service order shows up. Uh, a short time after that, you hear a knock on the door. I'll go check the little peephole before I open it. It's Alondra, and someone is with her. I'll just kind of, like, uh, lean at the door and go, Who is it? Just open the door, or I will call you by your real name. Oh, fuck. I'll open the door. <laughs> oh, Hello. Are you, are you all cleaned up and out of the shower, Maxie? Uh, Maxie comes out in a towel. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. And he like literally like walks out, is paying no attention to what's he goes right for the minibar again. Identico only fans. He's like, he's like he's like getting a <laughs> he he grabs like the little can of wasabi peas and a little thing of peanuts and he just starts like he's he uh he Maxie, I've got I've got a whole cart of food over here, real food. We got sandwiches, we got some drinks. What do you want? What do you need? Uh, he puts the top back on the wasabi peas and puts it back in the mini bar and shuts the door. <laughs> they already charge us for it. It's not going to help. Sorry. <laughs> so just so you know, and this is something that is actually done in real life, the way the mini bar works is those shells. What they have is they legit have little lasers, right? And so hey. when you pick something up, it pops the beam and the beam connects and it and automatically charges, charges the room. Oh, nice. So can you do like an Indiana Jones thing and like slip a piece of paper in there first and then pull out the food? I mean, you can try. Like you're, sit, you're sitting there with a small sandbag that's yeah. just about the same weight as a half a can of Pringles. <laughs> Dump just, some sand yeah, I mean, just yank the power to the damn thing and then take whatever oh, you want. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, Gosh. But yeah, so Maxie will then make his way over to the cart of food and just kind of start picking at things. Okay. Uh, in with the laundry walks someone who you have seen on news vids and hollows repeatedly. She is accompanied by Jackson Howe, the CEO of Pustuli Waste Products and one of the board members for the Solar System Mining Collective. Oh. <laughs> Chone actually looks up at this, these people walk in and kind of blinks in surprise and then slowly pulls their earbuds out. Uh, you could have said you're bringing company and maybe we could have, you know, cleaned up the, the place or something. And for for Caleb's memory, because <laughs> Caleb has, doesn't work, uh, you said Jackson Howe, right? Yeah. Yep, that's one of that's one of the four. Yeah, mm-hmm. we know that. That's on my yes. paper. I know that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And it's Nara's boss, the one that you were with. 
Ah, okay. That makes sense. Nara is his proxy. Well, okay then. Hello. <laughs> Regretting the vest now? Oh, no, I'm loving this vest. This is comfortable. Okay, good. <laughs> this is like business casual. So she goes, well, it's good to see you, Apex, and, you know, not dead. And your friends again. Thank you. I haven't seen Thanks. you since that dinner we all had. You all look lovely. Thanks. Thank you. you too. Yeah, feels like it, that was months ago. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, it was like three weeks much. ago. Felt like months. A lot has happened. <laughs> uh, With that, Jackson uh, walks over to the mini bar, grabs a bottle of water. He goes, yes, a lot. That is the understatement of the century. If you like wasabi peas, there is a can already open. <laughs> he looks over at you and he goes... And he opens the can of wasabi peas and pops three of them into his mouth. So, um, you all note that his, unlike many rich people, so it's it's very common, most wealthy people, when they have full cybernetic replacement, they cover it with fib skin so that it looks real. Um, his cybernetics are notable in that he keeps his in metal. Like, they are very apparent cybernetics. Obvious is, that it's cybernetics. Yes. Um, and... Uh, Zed and Cho, you're the first ones to notice because just kind of the angles. He has two separate raw ports in the back of his head. Two of them. Two. Ooh. Right next to each other. Impressive. He is dressed very stylishly. He's got on a... His shirt is like an electric blue, but with these black silk slashes that come down toward the center of the 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 front which is like stick tight right no buttons because you know they get in the way right um they're rolled about it to where they're kind of about three quarters length on his on his arm um he's wearing very very well cut like gray chinos with black boots Shun kind of looks down and they're still wearing like black t-shirt that's <laughs> got there's like okay the wizard, van is, stay the wizard van is wonderful but it also sheds so there's some purple Aww. shag like <laughs> on their shoulder and they're kind of like a little self-consciously I mean, those seat realizing. covers are you know those seat covers are no joke no they, they really weren't uh, it's like oh what can we do for you he goes, you've done so much already. Well, I mean, it's not actually, we're not actually asking what we can do for you, but more like a polite way of saying, what do you want? Oh, he goes, I came along to do two things. One, to thank you, because you took red cap off the board. Thank you. Finally, somebody who agrees that we did our job. That's amazing. <laughs> um, and secondly, to ask you if you'd like to continue. Continue breathing? Yeah. Continue removing, removing pieces from the board. 
Um, so what's interesting is uh, you appear to be the wild cards. We've heard that a lot lately. We sure yeah. are wild. So you've managed to survive thus far, which was against the odds. And you're also managing to, let's say, muddy the waters. Okay, that sounds good. I mean, you wouldn't what's happening in Angel City right now. There's a lot of people who we don't want to regain their footing, who can't regain their footing right now. Again, can you get just like a little more specific? Like, what is it exactly you're wanting us to do? You can speak plainly. We are in. There is no monitoring or recording. Keep sowing chaos. (laughs) I mean, we are very good at chaos. I mean, to be absolutely fair, most of the chaos (laughs) has come because we're trying to keep ourselves alive. Um, yeah. And while I'm okay with chaos for chaos's sake, um, I, I'd like to have a little less uh, near-death experience in my life. Oh, that's probably not going to happen. I feel like we were kind of thrown in the deep end with zero preparation. And as I say that, I'm looking at Alondra. And that us floundering about was maybe not the most uh, safest way for us to, to sow chaos. Um, There's a safe way for you to do this? I would strongly disagree in that floundering about is basically the best way to sow chaos. Floundering and about Jackson, surviving. With his, with, his, with his siren in the can, Jackson points it at Maxie and goes, See, the thing is, is when you don't know what you're doing, they don't know what you're doing. Makes it very pr- oh. difficult to predict your next move. Oh, we are very good at not knowing what we are doing. Yeah, it's it's like the classic thing that the greatest swordsman in all the world can easily be taken out by the rankest Tyro because he doesn't know what the hell he's doing. Right. He'll get the better. He'll have a better chance of getting in a lucky random shot. Right. So. Right now, the majority of us are still uh, under contract for employment. We know. Um, I'm freelance. Are are you suggesting <laughs> a change of employer, or are you suggesting we continue uh, in our in our current work as proxies, and this is happening along the way? Yes, the second one. You signed on with the IOG. That's perfect. Keep working with them. See, they, they kind of... They kind of aren't working well with us. There there are some concerns. There are some uh, concerns. They're like, you know, compromised. They're not showing up when they're supposed to. Yes, but see, my understanding from the conversation you had with them is... They're not showing up when they're supposed to because you're not telling them which way you're going. I just need to listen better. We, we've like 
plan is we're gonna go get red cap okay great here we are we're getting red cap where's the iog i don't know and then the iog is like we didn't know what you're doing even though we told them what we're doing i i don't think we really need to rehash the whole thing um i'm I'm just i'm communication is a two-way street we we can improve uh on both sides is what we can say here sure so again continue selling chaos it's great keep going what's in it for us um what do you want um i mean world peace <laughs> that's not gonna happen <laughs> he kind of he kind of says like mm, yeah upgrade uh, yourself industries off the board yeah yeah, that'd be a good good place to start. I can start um, working on that. Oh, oh okay, okay. Uh, yes, please. That. Um, I'd like to survive. Um, if I'm being honest, I can't guarantee that. Well, okay. I mean, you could walk outside right now and get hit by a bus. Yeah, yeah. I'm, and you know, I'm just, I'm just putting my goals out there. Sure. <laughs> Um, I, 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 I would like to prevent, um, it, there's been talk that, you know, things are leading down a path that will head towards a big old war. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know what sort of things our chaos can do, but I would love to prevent that. Um, so or- everybody's fairly certain at this point. But that war can't be prevented. That's what I was going to say. Perhaps in... I'm pretty in, sure it started about three days ago. Then do we have... Is there an escape plan we can be part of? Or uh, a safe... Like a safe house that we could be invited to at some point? Sure. So just to be plain here... The, the parties you mentioned that should not regain control is the mm-hmm. benevolent AI? Him, Allison, Cassandra, all of them. What's your goal? I want to take down the whole organization from the inside. Meaning okay. Identico? No, meaning the sages, the whole thing. It needs to go. And then what goes in its place? Nothing. Okay. Sign me up. So what? Why is the change of heart? I mean, you were you were <laughs> part of this to begin with. I was. I was one of the first people recruited after the initial four. I love how you dodged the question. That's great. <laughs> the organization has become first. The organization met its goal and should have been dissolved when it did that, but it wasn't. Call it hubris. But now, between the benevolent AI and however many copies of himself he has made, Allison, Cassandra. 
copy. They can't be trusted anymore. Do we know if the benevolent AI had made copies of himself? Just a safe assumption, maybe. <laughs> I would assume so, considering the first thing that rule number one is make a backup. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm I'm in it to win it, so <laughs> you know. So I'd also I'd also ask that Omni be thrown a little bit a little bone because I mean, they did kind of lose three people to this. You're still technically working for them, is my understanding. Yeah, but our, if we our, don't have our contract we, is still intact. But if we don't produce results, how long will that continue? What results can't you produce by continuing to do what they ask you to do? More than just well, upgrade that, yourself out there. That's what I'm saying. Is there something you might be in a position to offer us that would be advantageous to Omni? Some sort of contract for possibly your security personnel or something? Tone does goes, make a good point. Sure. He goes, actually, yes. I'm going to send you some specifications I need forwarded on to your employers. Very well. We'll if make they can it happen. produce it to spec, they can have the contract. You got it. Alright, chaos it is. He goes, really I wanted to meet you after everything Nora told me. All good. She was she was actually very helpful. She was one of the few to be helpful, honestly, so far. Yeah. Yeah. She was my not proxy. Unpleasant. She was she's my proxy for a reason. You pick him well. Yeah, you picked good. He robbed one of my assistants when she was 12. Nah. <laughs> nice. That's how I found her. <laughs> you gotta get the talent young. And she is talented. Yeah. So... Can we uh, also agree to have like better communication going forward? Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. Is there anything I can do for, else I can do for you? I, I mean, you, you offered to help take down, upgrade yourself, so I'm. I mean, it I'm seems gold. like. <laughs> yeah, it seems like between I, that and the, the possibility of more business for Omni. I mean, you've got yourself your own little company, a little Chaos Incorporated. Hey, that's the name of the show. I'm trying to figure out how to get that in for like five minutes now. Oh my god. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> and that's the first time we've done that in five months of broadcasting. Anyway. Um, back to the show. Um, yeah, I mean, it seems like our it seems like our interests align, okay. um, which is a good thing to confirm. If he'd said, you know, after taking down the sages, your goal is to rule it all, I would have some problems with that. But I, 
My goal is to leave. I can support you're, that. You're talking extra solar, like yeah. out. Yeah. Oh, like leave, leave. Yeah, like leave, leave. Oh. I believe the proper term is that his planet needs him. Pexy, <laughs> are you actually reading those those graphic novels I gave you? <laughs> yes, uh, there were quite a few times I was bored and there was nothing else to read. Um, they were good. If you weren't wearing just a towel right now, I would hug you. It says... <laughs> Any information you need, anything that's not clear at this point. You'd like us to continue to sow chaos. However, is there a particular order in which you'd like that chaos sown? Yeah, I don't know what we're doing right now. Not particularly. I've got things that have got to get done, but I don't know if you're going to want to go do them. It would perhaps help us to know what those goals are so that we can align our chaos to match those goals. Would you like to raid a Las Vegas facility and steal the nuclear material they have left? <laughs> I can send that to a different team. I'm just asking. I I would love to go to a nice party and gather some intel. Yeah, we could. Uh, Maxie's we're real eyes good light at parties. up. <laughs> we're real good at parties. <laughs> um. Wow. I'd, I'd, mm. I I I I mean. I could, I'll stay in the van. I mean, we have a very uh, yeah. nice van now. Oh, if you want us to do like a distraction elsewhere, we could do that. But that sounds like a lot. Uh, I'm not a fighter or anything. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's so, a grand total of one of us who's actually like deadly on purpose. So as we've been sitting here and talking with him, just general perception of him with my eyelid tech of a 31. Do I notice anything out of whack with his, his, with him at all? Like, do I feel like he's telling the, like he's, yeah, you do. He, uh, he seems tired. When, when he was specifically saying that he wanted out, when I was asking him about, well, hey, you were one of the original four, essentially go against them. Did I pick up any red flags there? Like any jumps in blood pressure or anything? Nope. All right. <laughs> He just he the impression you're getting is he's he's tired. He's just like, I'm done now. I, it's it's over. I'm going to do my thing. I'm too old for the shit. More beyond <laughs> that, like um, you all know, so and you know, anti-aging techniques being what they are in 2099 and things like that. I mean, he's in his uh mid 70s he's an he's a fairly old guy he looks like he's probably in his late 40s early 50s just because he's rich and can afford you know that kind of anti-aging tech yeah you know um he's 
tall, but very, very thin. Like he's not very bulky. Um, you know that he actually is a, something of a scientist myself. He invented the waste reclamation process that Pustula uses that allowed them to take over waste management first in Atlanta and then across North America and then pretty much the planet. You know, the guy for being a, a, a tree hugger, uh, he personally supervised the cleanup of every single garbage patch in the oceans. Yeah. Wow. I remember that. Now, rumors abounded because he was in the waste management business when he was young with this stuff that he was mobbed up pretty heavy, right? Because a lot of those industries were mobbed up pretty heavy. And the rumors were that he basically killed any mob boss that wanted to get in his way. Um, in his younger days, he was a vicious, vicious business person. You know, he maintains a monopoly or waste management nearly planet-wide. He runs one of the largest, and especially since humans produce so much waste, you know, and by the process of his reclamation, he's also one of the largest commodities dealers on the planet because he's able to take pretty much any waste and break it down to its constituent elements. Dang. With very little loss. So that's the technique he invented when he was in his early 20s. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's a he's a very accomplished guy, but he, like I said he, he that's that's how he's striking you. He's just tired. Um, can I ask one more question, uh, Mr. How? Sure. Um, what do you know about? Um, like weird human enhancements like people who can like make magic fire come out of their hands or you know there's been rumors for a couple of years now just rumors that's he was it started with rumors of somebody Near the scar, a group, a species that came out of the scar. <laughs> and then another rumor hit that some corporation had stumbled onto something accidentally that had, for lack of a better term, mutating capabilities on humans. And as far as I understand, when those rumors started, uh, the entity, benevolence entity, started doing research into the whole thing and has been attempting to recreate the process. There's a series of processes he's trying to recreate. You understand when he transferred his brain, when he was human, into the system, he hasn't been able to recreate the process with any other person. Mm. He doesn't know how to do it again. Mm. Interesting. And he's also very interested in human augmentation. Because hmm. imagine if he could take himself out of the grid now. He does it through rovers now, but imagine if he could put himself into a new body, one that had been enhanced. He would effectively also become immortal. 
Yeah, that'd be not good. Okay. Interesting. Now, as I know, he hasn't figured it out yet. I feel like we would have seen some... <laughs> yeah, somebody something. running around throwing fire out of his hand. Yeah. Yeah. Sean has a terrible poker face, by the way. He's been hiding his capabilities for a long time. I think he had to show a little bit of his hand down in Angel City recently. And I think that spooked him, so I think he's going to go to ground for a little bit. Okay, that's good. That buys us time, right? Mm -hmm. cool. Of course, when an animal goes to ground, that's usually the best time to, you know, spook him more. Look, I wouldn't worry about Benevolent right now. He already has enough enemies, and there's another group causing him enough problems right now. Okay. If you want to go after somebody, go after Identico or go after Cassandra <laughs> Blythe. Yeah, I mean, Blythe's if we're getting down to being the easier target. Yeah. Yeah, if we're getting down to brass tacks here what's our job like <laughs> what task are you giving us that's not an assault on a nuclear silo or are you just saying do your regular work and see what happens and if you happen to you know aim yourself at Blythe or Identico come off balance while other things are occurring that wouldn't necessarily be a bad thing because then it doesn't tie back to you and what you're doing. Doesn't tie back to anybody. Because we're just random. Because you get to be the wild card. Because we're wild. Okay. When shit hits the fan, is there any resource you can provide to us? Whether sure, it be information, you... whether it be muscle, technology. What do you need? I mean, we don't know yet. If we don't know I... what we're doing. I think maybe what Zed's asking is, do we have a contact or do we just pick up the phone and call you, which I highly doubt you <laughs> would like. Alondra will be able to get a hold of me anywhere that I am. How has she been through this entire dialogue? Is she just hanging out watching all of this? Is she acting nervous? She's literally drinking a glass of rum and scrolling on her glow. So she's indifferent. Yes, which Apex knows is like her, at least in her exterior. Apex knows that Alondra is never indifferent. Alondra is always, she's a chess player. She's always thinking seven different moves ahead of where she's at. But you can't, Alondra has a really good poker face. All right. Well, I'm on board. Um, I I would like to know the name of your tailor for this ensemble. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hang on. He pulls out his glow and then, like, does an airdrop. Oh, my God. <laughs> Tell him I sent you. Oh, I will. <laughs> wow. He's in Chicago, but, you know. 
what is distance in our world? <laughs> I feel like the the connection that you just got is like a modified like far future logo for a men's warehouse. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, think more like like you know Brooks Brothers, your own, your own private tailor from Savile Row. Yeah. Oh, it's a it's a Kingsman logo. It's a Kingsman logo. We'll circle K. The man. All right. Well, we're gonna have some dinner. Um, You're welcome we to join to, us. We need to sleep. It's been a, a rough day. He goes. Be nice. Get some rest. You want some food? Um, I'm gonna debut my new All track right. here in a little bit. I have to go pay attention to something else that's happening right now. Cool. Thanks for stopping by. <laughs> in person. Uh, actually, thank you for not just having us kidnapped and dragged. That was that's a welcome change. I wasn't the one that started the surveillance on you. No, but that's, that's happened a lot lately, so it's been yeah. nice, uh, nice to be treated differently. To be fair, Red we've cap- done we've done our own amount of kidnapping and dragging, so oh, yeah, I feel yeah. like karmically fair. we are likely balancing. <laughs> oh, he goes the uh, the thing about the people who can do weird stuff. Yeah. Uh, besides benevolent, you want to go look into the Malfinia Capital Power if you want to pursue that. Malfinia Capital Power. Okay, that's not a connection I was aware of. You're you're very well aware of Malfinia because they invented Element One, and it's the primary power source that's used for most of the planet now. Um, but no, you didn't make the connection of why would they be involved with people who can do weird things. Hmm. Cool. Good tip. Speaking uh, of surveillance, Identico's been circling our old apartment. I'm sure you know that, but just yeah. Well, if Red all Cap cards on the table. You for, from the beginning, does that surprise you at all? No. You took no, Red just... Cap off the board, but Allison's got other assets. And I'm have sure, a new proxy. Yeah, with I'm the power sure vacuum will, there, she'll find a new proxy. Within, if she hasn't already picked someone, it'll be within the next week or so. So we should scorched earth the apartment and start fresh. If we are looking to sow chaos in somewhat secret. Probably safe. Have you been very secretive up to this point? Okay. <laughs> Sometimes. You make a good point. Perhaps we could operate in the open at this point. I, I believe at one point we did walk up to a car that was tailing us and give them food. So uh, that was a power move. <laughs> it worked, didn't it? We, I don't believe we walked up to the car. I believe we had food delivered to the car. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Tomato, tomato. Yes, you know, whatever. Um, well, it, a personal appearance versus yeah. versus a delivery does send a different message. That's that's true. Um, you know, Maxie, when you say that it sounds vaguely threatening to not to me but like it just sounds like you're you're threat ready to threaten someone i am always ready to threaten someone Joan. you know that even in a towel like i get it 
Some people are intimidated by a lack of clothing. I look around. Does anyone in the room see intimidated? <laughs> no. <laughs> Mission accomplished, buddy. I think Maxie's picked up. Maxie's just Maxie's comfortable right now. I get the feeling yeah. Maxie's just like I am. I am here in all of myself. <laughs> all right. Well, if there's nothing else we need to discuss tonight, I think you've got work to do. We need to rest. We need to figure out our next steps, and we'll stay in touch. Sounds good. And he kind of throws you all a like a one finger says good luck and he leaves does Alondra leave with them yeah well, before that she says Apex make sure what? you don't do anything too crazy I really don't want to have to tell your parents please don't tell them <laughs> I'm not going to but I also don't want to yeah. take your body home to them either uh, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like we have the same goal here because I would also like to not be Do dead. That. Right. We're all on board with the not dying part. And yeah. she, so she, she blows your kiss and she goes, "Take care of yourself, dear." Always do. Right back at ya. <laughs> that seems uncomfortable. Um, I mean, at least she called me Apex this time. That was a big improvement. If we recall, Alondra was the one that kind of got Apex involved in the whole underground yes. initially. But it's, it's a very a, tense relationship. Kind of like a, a, a bit of a mother-daughter kind of mentor-mentee relationship. And yeah. <laughs> also a little bit tense currently because Apex feels like she's just been left out of the loop and thrown to the wolves. So... Um, so they take off, uh, you all have dinner, at which point you were exhausted and kind of all half fall asleep. You know that like thing where you're like sitting on a couch and then you wake up three hours later and you're like, was I supposed to go to bed? Uh, I'm going to upload uh, my new track to, uh, the cloud up to the, the net to see if I can get any hits on my, on my account. Your SoundCloud? It's that's not. It's a cloud sound. But how much? How many times? How many times does Maxi say "Oh yeah" in your new track? Now it is. It is an completely sampled uh, new piece. Uh, a lot of the sounds from the the porta potty are in there. And, uh, the "Oh yeah" is kind of like it. It's it basically starts and ends the piece. It's kind of like a frame. Mm. So like nice. the beat drops and everything everything just crushes and then it just fades into the darkness and there's just a oh yeah. <laughs> it's about two and a half minutes but yeah. Nice. 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 <laughs> I like it. I like it. Um, You all rest overnight and get up the next morning. What would you like to do? Coffee. <sighs> Oh, Finnegan sent up a full coffee service, so like right when you wake up, there's like a silver, like one of the the valets wheels in an entire silver serving set. So there is coffee, tea, um, 
a little miniature like make your own cappuccino machine oh right God. um there's a variety of pastries so there's scones danish croissant um hard-boiled eggs because finnegan knows zed loves his protein <laughs> nice Early stage trim nice um there is a variety of creamers and sugars there's a there's a, a, a sugar in the raw like a traditional sugar like there's one of those little fructose uh like where it's just liquid fructose for your tea it's wow. very fancy wow all the fancy coffee fruits there's like a, a pile of like sliced strawberries and then blueberries mm. mango it's, kiwi but it's clear to the observer this is not the standard like room service breakfast tray yes no, no this was this was put together special nice yeah Finn, there Finn is enough food for four and maybe more oh good yeah I'm drinking coffee, eating scones. Oh, uh, yeah, Maxie's crushing some black tea and scones and Danish. Chone is shoveling Danish into their face in between the sips of coffee. Very nice. We can stay here a while, right? Maxie's still this wearing a towel. Can you do you? No one's ever told him that the clothes came. <laughs> I put them on your bed, man. Oh, um, is that the package with the green label? Yeah, because I was I, I fell asleep on that last night. That's why he probably didn't see it. <laughs> well, it's oh. wrinkly now. It's just like, give it a good shake. That's what I, I, can, do. I can send it down to the laundry service if you want it ironed. Chone goes into the bedroom and then comes back out and just kind of shaking like a garbage <laughs> bag. It's still in like the package and everything. <laughs> kind of. Not, not quite what I meant, but good job. <laughs> this towel is very comfortable. It is soft. They do have good towels here. I mean, I, I'm not judging. Just like if you want the clothes, you can. I mean,. Sure. Chone goes off to take a shower. Well, uh, Maxie will uh, make a call to the desk and have someone come up to press the clothes. <laughs> oh, yeah, they send a valet up to come and they say it's going to be 20 minutes. Maxie opens the door in the towel, like hands the package out, and nods. Yep, and they tell you 20 minutes. Uh, 20 minutes later, you get a, a nod and they've it's covered in a, in a shrinked plastic and they hand it to you on a hanger and Maxi tips okay. somebody adjust that towel <laughs> and once the door shut Maxi literally drops the towel and just starts getting dressed he's not even paying attention to the room nope. he just starts putting clothes on I'm going to look intently at my cup of coffee. <laughs> it's not the first, I mean, this is not the first time Maxie has done this, so this shouldn't be surprising. And probably about this time, there's like a the, the shower turns off and the, there's like a like a wall of steam comes out of the shower bat like bathroom area, and Chone comes out like wrapped in a towel like from like shoulders down. It's considering the difference in size between Chone and Maxie, I mean the the it 
it covers them almost completely, like a, like a robe without shoulders. Oh, it's and, these are wonderful bath sheets. These are amazing. I need to find out. I need some of these for home. I told you they are very soft. Okay, I'll go take a shower too. <laughs> it just goes back to their seat and just just sitting there, just wrapped in a towel, happy in the towel, me. eating breakfast, right? Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Uh, what would you like to do so next? What we're is all, our, I'm we're, showering. Yeah. <laughs> all, you're all showered and fed, and you're feeling you're feeling considerably better than you had the last couple of days. Apex, especially you're not like a rural girl. Like being out in sure. the woods, not really your style. I mean, I did live out there for a little bit. A little bit, with, but with Steve Martin, but. you're drawn back. <laughs> yeah, Zed hates the wilderness. Girl at heart. It's terrible. <laughs> That's the most time Chona's spent outdoors in their entire life. <laughs> well, outdoors, not counting beaches. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah. what would you all like to do? Because that's where real outdoors is—is is the beach. Well, where do uh, where does everyone suggest that we begin our or continue our campaign of chaos? Well, should we check in with Omni. <laughs> we it's we should do that. Worth, you do get an email. All four of you are cc'd on an email that they is, has the specifications of what Jackson wants. Ah. Then yeah, we're gonna. We'll, I'll schedule a call with uh, the VP that sent us out here. A conference call for like a half hour from now. Okay. And we'll we'll present that there. But uh, in the meantime, uh, I would suggest that since Identico is currently surveilling our premises and keeping us from getting at, I mean, most of our clothing and gear, we should take that as an opportunity to fuck with them. I guess uh, the yes. question the question still remains, do we try to act in secret or do we try to act out in the open, so to speak? We already know they are on to us. So like head to the apartment, wave at the drones, like <laughs> I, I'm trying to capture the drone, trace it back to whoever is driving it. We could we could do that. We could continue on business as usual. But still continuing our our secret actions, our black ops actions, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we're gonna keep. Do, we need to keep up a front doing business for Omni and for the IOG. They already know the apartment is part of our contract with Omni. I'm s certain right. of that, and that's why they're surveilling it. But I'm just saying, let's let's use that as our first uh, foray into this. Uh, Black oops. And like feed them misinformation or let's find out who who's actually because Redcap's not checking on us anymore. Let's find out who the new puppet master is and see if we can pull their strings for a change. Sure. If not, they're watching us for a reason. Let's find out what that reason is and make it even worse. <laughs> Okay, so go back, move back into the apartment. Well, we should at least get our stuff. I mean, I don't really want to. Chone's like, 
patting the towel, like not, it's almost like a like a t- like a calming tick, and, <laughs> and they're not even aware that they're doing it. It's like I mean, we don't need to give up the the sweet yet. I mean, okay. It's, but we it need. Maybe, we should probably get our stuff. It may be beneficial to have two points of activity: our front building, and perhaps then a secondary place where we conduct some other business. Yeah. See, Maxie gets it. Zed, would your former companion be amenable to us keeping the suite for some time? We can pay for it. Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll have to ask them to make sure, but I'm I'm thinking if the souls are going in, we can stay. We can make that happen. An apex. I mean, mm-hmm. you technically don't work for Omni. Um, would you like to hire on as a contractor? Get on that the sounds, payroll. Oh, that sounds pretty official. I mean, I am getting as, paid, right? I'm getting paid by Omni. Aren't I? As as a human resources <laughs> representative, I can negotiate a contract. Alondra is paying you. Oh, Alondra's paying me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, then, no thanks. I mean, ugh, it's like, you know, you dip your toes in and then they drag you under. Like, I, that just makes me nervous. But, but you're not leaving us, though, are you? Oh, no. But Alondra oh. pays me to do my stuff, so. Okay. You're from a subcontractor. A, yeah. From a paperwork oh. standpoint and from an espionage standpoint, it does provide better frontage for you as it then appears that you are also working for Omni as a contractor instead of a subcontractor, which provides a cover that you have more at stake for Omni than you actually do. That is true. And Although anybody who knows me knows that I wouldn't sell out to a corp. So again, in the interest of doing things that are chaotic, perhaps it is good to act against your known nature. Okay. That's fair. The added benefit being that Omni would also be paying you. Mm, a little getting double paid there, huh? <laughs> I believe the term is double dipping. Double dipping. I could do that. Okay. Okay. Um, but I, I don't want to, like, uh, have any, you know, like, for X amount of time. Like, I, I just, like, I don't want to, like, a, a contract, like, we have, you know. There is a standard month-to-month employment. Okay. Okay. Contract month, or month, contract month. employment yeah, yeah, yeah. clause. I can certainly contact HR to get one of those processed. Yeah, I would appreciate that. I don't want to like commit for two years or some such nonsense. But yeah, month could, to there, month, I could. Isn't do that. there? Isn't there the one uh, where it's just like for a project, where it's from not really a, a set length of time? From a paperwork perspective, on paper, you will report to Chone. Oh. Oh. Perfect. But again, that is simply cool. on paper. Sure. Which also means that Chone will be responsible for falsifying your monthly reporting. (laughs) And I'll just change mine. I mean, I've got a bot that's right. It's mine right now. I do not need to know the particulars. Simply (laughs) that 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 will likely be done. Oh, sure. Sure. This is nice. I don't get to do a lot of hiring. Most of my work (laughs) is in terminations. That's a pretty nice change. Mix, you're mixing it up too. 
I like I it. don't know that I've ever actually filed this paperwork before. This will be okay. a learning experience. <laughs> So while Maxie's working on the paperwork, uh, Ted, you get an email from your VP. Uh, they're reviewing the specifications. And uh, since you're kind of the sales manager. Uh, sure. <laughs> your VP, Desi, uh, wants to move the call up by five minutes because they're they're now chopping at the bit. bit. Okay. Sure. I'll I'll, uh, I'll set up the set up like a camera and you know a little floating camera and make sure that all of us appear close. So you jump on the call with Desi and she goes, "Well, Zed, you've outdone yourself." That's what I normally do. So, real quick, she's like you're not after my job, are you? <laughs> you know I don't like to be tied down. And yet somehow you managed to get what our initial estimators are saying is a $3 billion contract from the SSMC. You paid me to do a job, we got it done. And So suffice it to say, we're going to leave you in Silicon City for a bit. Please let them know that it will take us a week or so to, to uh, finish the final estimates. But uh, is there anything else you'd like to report? Any other irons in the fire? <laughs> Not at this time. Uh, we're definitely pursuing other opportunities. We're holding a meeting, talking Max, to some other clients. Max, says you're making a new hire? He yes. sent in some paperwork. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, a local asset has been invaluable in uh, closing the previous deal. So we decided I'll to bring her on. The salary request is a little high. <laughs> Considering the three billion souls I'm in, I tried in, I think. Thank you, Seth. Maxie will speak up uh, from the background. Uh, also, we've done some checking, and we believe the salary is appropriate for the work that this individual will be performing on, under Chillum. It's competitive for this area. Cost of living is killer here. She goes, <laughs> consider it approved. Anything else? Uh, no, I think we're good for now. If there's, if anything else comes up from our end or your end, just circle back. Yeah, well, we're obviously going to, do we need to funnel the estimates through you? Yes. Okay. We'll be in touch with those estimates as soon as we have them done. Very good. Thank you. That made you super suspicious, Ed. She's never that nice. Ever. Oh. Well, it is a $3 billion, you know, uh, thing. Yeah. Was there anyone else on that call or with her? It was just her and her assistant, mm. Anthony. You'll recall from mm. episode one. Yep.
Oh, well, we might have to do a little bit of digging on that later, but I think for right now we're good. Cool. Thanks for negotiating for me. I don't think we negotiated as much as just told do. Uh, well, you know. <laughs> Thanks for talking if, her into it. <laughs> if they had had any real concerns, they would have talked to us off the call. Uh, yeah. Sweet. Just forewarning, if they do ask me to terminate your contract, in our particular case... I'll simply be ending your employment. You know, I really appreciate that. I thought I would be clear. With words, correct? Yeah. I mean, I assumed, but I'm glad um, you wanted to communicate that clearly to me. I just, I wanted you to be sure that our relationship is, while it is professional, it is also personal. And I would not be the one that they would send to do an actual termination uh, due to the fact that I hired you. I think that's encouraging. <laughs> uh, hopefully they're not going to send somebody to murder me when no, I... No, I, I don't... But... <laughs> I, maybe I am not being clear. I I don't believe it, there will be anyone from Omni sent to murder you. Okay. Cool. We're good then. I think, now that we're done talking about murder, <laughs> that's where we'll leave this episode where the team is trying to decide what their next moves are going to be and how they can continue to sow chaos throughout Silicon City. Uh, For those that are interested, if you would like to go see the background on what's happening there, all the previous episodes, because see we have some new viewers. All the previous episodes of Chaos Inc. are up on our YouTube channel. Just search for Identico. Um, You can also get more background information on all of the comings and goings of the world of Identico by watching our other show, which is all the back episodes are on YouTube, and that's Angel City Stories. Uh, We will be back on Wednesday. It's the new year. We're back on a full broadcast schedule. We're back on Wednesday for Identico After Dark, where we're going to talk some Book of Boba Fett. And we are still working on some more Identico shows. So really, it's really impressive that you said it that fast too. Book of Stay Book tuned, of everybody. <laughs> uh, for now, this has been Identico. You can find it at playidentico.com or at a game store near you. And if you happen to be near me, go to my game store and buy it, please. Thanks. Just order the hardcover cough. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. get the hardcover. Uh, mm. So, uh, once again, uh, Steph, where can they find you on the interwebs? Oh, gosh, you can find me at Starlit Firefly on all the social medias. You can also hear me on the podcast Cthulhu and Friends and my other podcast, Sawyer and Bennett and Zombies. Um, Very yeah, fun. Check those out. Uh, Caleb, where can we find you, my good sir? I am on the socials at the Caleb G and you can also hear me over on the RPG Academy we should be kicking off our 13th age campaign again soon after a long hiatus and we probably have some it's real fun and I'm excited to get back to it I've watched a few Um, episodes yeah and um, I've got some other irons in the fire with them some other uh, campaign projects after 13th age game ends and maybe some other shows too nice Awesome. And Kaylee, where can we find you? Uh, the best place to find me is at redemptionpodcast.com. It's a, the longest 
old, oldest still running Star Wars actual play podcast that's out there. My yes. co-player Michael and I both are there. We broadcast, well, not broadcast, we release episodes every two weeks on Monday and one just dropped today. Okay. Michael. Finally, sir, where can they find you? Oh, jeez, finally. Uh, <laughs> you can find me on the socials at LoserMLW. Uh, you can find me here on the occasional Monday show. Uh, every other Monday, in fact. Uh, hopefully, moving forward, we can get back on Good. Sketch. And then uh, you can see me again, or hear me, on the Redemption show. You can hear me also uh, on other podcasts, to and fro. I will make the occasional appearance on uh, Identico After Dark. Mm-hmm. Um Hopefully sometime soon to talk about Boba Fett myself, because I have thoughts. <laughs> and, um, you have thoughts. I have thoughts, but uh, I'm sure you have a guest for tomorrow already. I actually, Wednesday already. I, I'll have to check with Mel. I actually don't know. Oh, we, we well, just, I don't know. Anyway, so um, <laughs> yeah, you can find me on the socials at Loser MLW, uh, and yeah, I do a lot yes. of voice work. We've had a couple of people from this cast, and hopefully everybody eventually from this cast will come onto Identico After Dark, because Kaylee's done an episode with us, Michael's done an episode with us, it's and we fun. love having guests. It's fun. So, we will be there Wednesday for Identico After Dark at 7 o'clock Pacific Time, and we'll be back. Yes, we are back on our regular Chaos Inc. schedule. Wish you back uh, January 17th with the next episode of Chaos Inc. Again, all our back episodes are on YouTube. Uh, I am Alex the Humanoid behind the screen and controlling the dials is the Mallow Man and we'll all see you next time. Bye! Bye! Bye. Farewell. <laughs> <laughs>